Okay, anyway. <laughs> that won't be in it. That will. Okay, if if last episode's intro was, can you just start it at, at just the words bald pussy? And then, okay, here we are. Welcome, welcome back to Cinemush. I'm guilty by association, though, so. Guilty of what? That shirt. Excuse me? <laughs> that shirt, which is for a tiny little child. So maybe you want to get it together 100% well, before actually, you want to read. It's beautiful that you would point that out because it leads to... I, that's how I can intro the guest. Was that sad trombone? Yeah. Yes! Because you know what? He inspired me to wear tiny tees. I was wearing... I was wearing the biggest... Well, just gay guy culture in general. Triple XL shirts. Totally you were. Hiding this frail, emaciated body from the and world. And now you're putting it on display. Because I didn't think anyone wanted to see it. And now... Peter was like, let's flaunt it. You said the name. Say her name. Well, in a way, Peter should have been our, arguably our first or second guest, I think. It's a long, we always say it's a long time coming, but Peter and Carmen both, because we. Sorry, Margo's attacking. Oh my God. Sorry. When are we having Margo on? (laughs) That's a cat, by the way. So why don't you go ahead? Um, say say something delicious, please. About Peter. Mm-hmm. I mean, like set the scene. Kind of just like another. We've had a few kind of like um, really kind of like specialized, gifted people, I would say. But honestly, this might be the first like true artist to to join the pod. Um, no, but then that, that's shade to Brooke And I, that, I could never say that Because she's a true artist as well She's a true artist as well And then there's Olivia and Carmen as well I know so. And Chala and, But of course we can't If we don't mention but Ben course, he'll, His yeah. ears will bleed um, <laughs> He'll turn the pot he lives, go, he, Ben lives life as an art object Oh, so. Sorry Ben, you're he not an, an artist, artist. <laughs> <laughs> He's a working girl Come on now yeah, you're right. And but anyway, Peter. Oh my God, what's what's there to say? I mean, a true talent, a spiritual leader, at the forefront of metaphysics, a magnet for attention, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> like truly, and like everyone is always like, where do I stand? Like everyone always asks me, where do I stand with Peter? How does Peter feel about this? Yeah, I feel like I'm. They're all. You know, I'm getting in Peter's way, and I'm like, she'll come to you when she's ready. Mm-hmm. Like like a cat. So without further ado, how about you slink on in here, pussy lit, pussy, <laughs> pussy willow. Oh, pussy lips. Okay. Fuck that this, up. this one's starting off weird. Woo! Hold that shit down. Hold it down. That's right, baby. I am proud to present Ezra and Keith in Cinemush. Thank you for tuning in. They are about to smush. Are you ready? You kiss that. You get up and kiss that. It's okay? a Friday afternoon. We're just, you know, we're. I f- I'm feeling really relaxed. Is anyone feeling really relaxed? I need to get there. I just not. chugged a cup of coffee, <laughs> so I'm not. Yeah. I'm like. Where's the vape when we need it? Still, listen. I'm still um, waking up, but I'm feeling kind of serene about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the unfortunately. You're like in rare form right now. I think. You're just not used to like when when this t- turns on. 
Oh. Like, do you do you listen to the podcast? Like, do you watch? Like, I'm do dabble. <laughs> yeah. So, are you acknowledging? If you did, then you would know. Are you acknowledging that you put on a show? Because I don't think you've really acknowledged. What are you talking about? I feel like that's all we talk about. That's all we talk about in this podcast. All I talk about is is like how right before I turn the camera, I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, and And then you turn it on. (laughs) Yeah, and it's really lovely. What's the What's the second one? Do you know what the second one is? The the B. Yeah. Horn jazz. What does that? I guess. Okay. Whatever. Well, thanks for the intro. <laughs> I mean, we really um, we talk about you just like we talk about everybody else. Of course, I don't think really think I deserve it, but well, you just like you take up such a specific role in our weird little group these days of kind of like <laughs> okay, oh dear, if you kind of kind of both the sage and the critter. Do you know what I mean? No. From at different periods of time. You think he's in his critter phase? Yeah, right now? I, I don't think he's in his. Hear about that. I don't think he's in his critter phase right now. Well, like, just when you're like, we're going out, like, you, like sometimes you, t- you t- gets turned on, and you're like, let's have fun. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah, I, I you can be the the like. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I wouldn't have called that being a critter, but cheerleader. I don't know. Well, it wouldn't take a compliment. It wouldn't be the Peter episode if we didn't start with some deep, like digging into each other in our identity, exposing (laughs) aspects of our identity. I hope I'm on. I just really hope I'm on for this. Yeah. Well, we won't let you not be. So, (laughs) we'll light that little fire. Well, I mean, where does it begin? Where's the story of Peter? Well, first of all, Peter... Is this even going to be about film? <laughs> I know. Of well, course, a little bit. Well, but honestly, does, does that's, how we all met. that's how we all met. That's like, true. Let's not forget that. That's yeah. how we all met. Well, that's the really random thing about me um, is like what I w- decided to waste my time doing <laughs> in college. Because <laughs> yeah. um, when I remember your film major, it's like, right, that's crazy. Why did What brought you to that decision? I need to know who I mean I remember like going there being like I would just take a film class like I feel like that's something right one should do um and you just and just having like so little direction that of course I was willing to you know and like didn't really latch on to anything yeah um because Peter also went to SUNY Asawigo or whatever. Asawigo. It wasn't until, like, the you could sort of start taking, like, the more specialized classes, though, that I did actually feel, like, Pop some it. sort of, like, affinity to it. Yeah. Like, with Le- Lisa Dombrowski. Say her name. Mother. Yeah. 744. What? That's a bleep. Isn't that a bleep? No, that's not <laughs> that's a, bleep. a bleep. Why would we bleep that? Isn't that a bleep? Well, whatever. Our incredible professor. She's Why is chill. She's also not she went working to Wesleyan. there. And she's not working there anymore. Can we talk about how they all did, though? Anyway, no, did. we can't. Yeah, they all did. It's weird. Uh, it's there's cult. so much bleep. The, the main, no, there's yeah, not. The, Who gives a shit? Say true. it. Speak it loud and true. Well, that's what I want to talk. If I do bleep it, I... Because we took a class together that I think <gasps> was the... Talk about the it. That's a great. That I that's a great the topic. New German. No, no I love the new Germans. Talk about the Scorsese oh, class. The Scorsese, the Scorsese yeah. class. Talk about the Martin it. Talk Scorsese about class. It. 
Because Keith wasn't in it. No. Because I and never would have in a you thousand years. You would have loved it though. You would have, but it was the. It, like, but I, I never would have taken it because my whole the whole thing that I was in college. Right, was like, that's what you always say. I was like, that's what I had studied. Basically, it was like my, my first major deep dive when I was like fourteen was all of Scorsese. So I was like, I think I'm good on that. So I don't need to take a damn class. Let me take the Bollywood class because I don't know anything about that. You know what I mean? I was like trying to actually learn. But what I, I could have taught Scorsese. No, I couldn't. Well, those, those, that's also sort of what I'm t- saying is like those were all the good classes were like the ones that weren't taught by that. Well, except, except. Yeah, I think we have to like re- circle can we jerk. Start the, can we start the episode over? No, Ezra, no. Why? You, none of your, no one that you're connected to still has connections there. Why does it fucking matter? Who gives a shit? It just does. You shit and piss all over that bridge, bitch. Like I don't give a fuck. I mean, fuck. you could do this, you could do some work in post. Yeah. if you need to. Don't. I'm gonna do have it, it like. Don't. I'm gonna edit names on top of names. Leave it in. Leave it in. Also, this is completely incoherent. And yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying it doesn't fucking matter. We're just talking about my episode's the flop. No, it's not. Talk about how the class went. Talk about why it was terrible. Talk about the structure. Talk about the two-handed approach. I might be salty just because I got a bad grade. Are we? Yeah. Are we going down like a dangerous? I know. Grade? No. I really don't think this is good. <laughs> you're wrong. Stop. But you're actually wrong though, why? in this case. Because it's just there's no point. Well, it's yeah. Just your I experience. also don't want to spend the whole time talking about. I know, but this is that. Fun. I just love this. That's an. I feel like we've t- we can get into it. Betwixt the three of us, we don't need to. Oh my to god, it. you're killing. You're the ones killing this episode. Well, this I tried to make it good. <laughs> I'm on the right side of history. You're not naming names. You're just when talking has that about like been true? one of the, the the professors acted in this way and and didn't allow, like like just talk about that's interesting. It's a good topic for conversation. It's abstract. You could bleep out the name of the college so it's abstract, but like no one cares otherwise. Should we all do a shot? Should we start over? <laughs> no, we're not starting over. Okay, we, whatever. I, we could okay. do a shot. Whatever. I honestly think we should do a shot and start over. We're not starting over. We're blasting on through. This is this is the ethos of this. Pod. I'll play the tail of this as the intro. <laughs> I'll cut it to the to Peter's intro, and yeah, we'll be like, such cowards. It's oh not about God. being cowards, baby. It's about like we're getting into rhythm, and we have to accept that it doesn't always click at the very okay, beginning. Okay, so let's move it on right now. Okay, let's get a shot. I don't need to take a shot at two p.m. I don't really need to do that. I'm trying to kind of keep my energy up all day. I don't need to do that. That's kind of nasty behavior. Where's your energy, babe? My energy's here, sweetheart, and I'm trying to do things, and you're putting up a brick wall. All right. What? Yeah, ask him a question. The first movie you ever saw that just (gasps) touched you. There we go. In any way, touched your body, touched your mind, touched something inside of you. Um, Or outside. Like, starting at age zero... Any age, the early, just like you, like you look back and you're like, this was the moment. A milestone. It can be late. It can be early. The first thing that came to mind is the movie Rent. <gasps> that, when did you when did um, it come into your life? Oh my god. That was the first time I really felt like, oh, I can like feel things in a mature mm. way. <gasps> How old were you? I don't know, like. Eleven. I fucking wow. love that. Right. And were you like, uh, and I'm also gay. just were you like, I'm gay. like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know, witnessing something here. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing what's going on in, in the world. Did you watch Tick Tick Boom? 
I sure did. <laughs> no. Was no, it terrible? I didn't either. Oh, you did. And I never actually bad. even saw the play or the musical. Just the movie. Same. I've never I think I've seen only either. seen I've seen the Rent movie and that's it. I've seen so many clips of the Rent movie. I've never sat down and watched it. Whenever I ask theater people, they're like, "Don't watch the movie. It's not." The, they're like, "I don't know not. though. Watch I feel it, like watch your recording. It's of the just an experience." Yeah. I yeah. mean, and for our generation, Chris I Columbus, like, especially it, if you were never able. But what about for the people who were never able to see the yeah. musical? Oh, of course, of course. That's why I feel like with so many shows, the film version is what our little middle generation got like yeah. with rent that's what we got because of rob marshall that's is that who made the rent movie i honestly Probably. have no idea i don't know he made the chicago movie and that's like the greatest film ever made <laughs> right again something that we couldn't like that's how i engaged with chicago for yeah. the first time was through the movie that's the only way yeah yeah it's the only way i really distinctly have the over the moon performance mm-hmm. that yeah. Adina Menzel gives ingrained in my brain. Yeah. Um, I saw a girl do that at like 15 at a talent show. Changed my life. I want to do that. Exactly. I would love to see you do that. Yeah. And this girl had like black hair and pale skin. It was eerie. Anyway. Well, Peter came back with a real tan, so that won't be him. <sighs> do you feel so rejuvenated? Not anymore, sadly. It's already gone. He's drained it out of you. Peter just got back from the homeland. Israel. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. We do not support the fascist state of Israel. It is not a valid state. Um, No, Peter got back from Greece. (laughs) This is my nightmare. Is this, (laughs) this, like, there being so much... um, So much anticipation leading to this, and it all just flopping. But this can't be the whole concept behind the episode is that we're just talking about it flopping the entire time. It could be a fascinating social experiment. Yeah. Well, anyway, rent. What else? What's further down the road? Keep walking us through. Um, Black Swan. (gasps) Yeah. We've, which we've, have you heard Ezra tell his little bit about that one on this pod? I don't think so. He was at the Telluride premiere, walked into it having no idea what it was. Oh. I was oh, I did was, hear this. Yeah, yeah, it was a movie about ballet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which somehow has always happened to me with certain like horror movies where like I don't know it's a horror movie going in. I think it's some How far basic I mean the drama. opening of Black Swan kind of gives you nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's, oh, that whole I mean, from start to finish it was Yeah. Something's wrong here. Yeah, and then I was never comfortable. When Under Rider starts stabbing her face, she pulls her hand. She pulls her Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, good stuff. Not when Under Rider pulling the hangnail, but now I know. I'm just laying it out. I remember. So. I have an image in my head of the prop man holding a puppet up of a fake hand, so that Natalie can pull the. Mm. There's like this giant fake Natalie arm that's being put in, and she's just. I just love that. Practical effects. I'm dead. Who was it like? Were you drawn to certain performers? All the women. Yeah. Um, Like, were there actors that you would seek out their films? um, That's a good question. See, I feel like I'm not a great guest for this because I, like, don't even care about film. Yeah, you don't. Um, But but that's what I'm trying to, like, that's the conversation that I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm really wanting to 
morph towards here because that's what's really interesting to me. Yeah. Because, like, it's not the preferred intake art form for you. And I'm, and I'm curious I'll say to see how this. That, I like, always... I think I always gravitated towards a, like, unknown or freshly discovered, like, star on the... Yes. Female star on the rise. Yeah. Early Jennifer? Like, Sasha Lane. I was about Sasha to say Lane. Sasha Lane. Yeah. Um... Bria from Bria. Project. <laughs> R.I.P. her career. Wait, who was the other person you just said? Bria Vanite. Before that. I just said Sasha again. Nice. Wait, then I said early Jennifer yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence in Winter's, Winter's Bone. Bone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else? Quavon Janae Wallace. Oh my god, you were huge <laughs> about jealous. her. You were huge. Wait, Beast of the Southern Wild. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gag me. Okay. <laughs> um Janae Hive. Was she Annie? Anyone, yeah, anyone who's under the age of twenty and getting an Oscar nomination is like so Haley Steinfeld, like Anna under Paquin. fifteen, yeah, Anna Paquin, Tatum O'Neill, Haley Steinfeld, Haley Steinfeld was thirteen, fourteen. It's giving queendom. Should yeah, um, what's her name? Brooklyn. Brooklyn Prince. Should she have gotten an Oscar nom? Like, yeah. Probably. To me, probably, yes. To me, probably. yes. I think she she ate, chewed, yeah. left no crumbs. Yeah. She stunned me. Did that get anything though? Did even like Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe got did. the nomination. That was it. That makes sense. Which makes me ill. We love that movie. That was our original argument on this podcast. What a beautiful right! But that's the circle. that's the sad thing is that I also love that movie. It was, I know. That's not what the argument. And I was, put so um, Tangerine on my list. Oh yeah. Wait, that's right. You brought a list. I f- okay, so maybe yeah, I thought you were prepared. And now I'm being shamed. <laughs> Well, I think. Am I going to leave this uncut? I just need to know. I this kind right of now. want you I need to, to know how much work I have Ezra, on, on the horizon. Ezra, <laughs> it Ezra, seems like a lot. Ezra, sweetie, look in my eyes. Look in my eyes. Love You're you. not touching it. Maybe we'll find a groove eventually. I think we will. We are right now, but you keep bringing it up. That's what kills the groove. Yeah. Just continue and don't talk about Sorry it. Sorry that I'm stressed about all the work I have to put in while you, you fucking jerk to. your dick you to your projector to. at home. You won't have to. At three in the morning. And I'm kept awake thinking about all the horrible things that was said. And that's going to get us in so much trouble. (laughs) From who, though? Exactly. That's my point. Like, like we're yelling into an empty room. And you know what I mean? So I'm like, why not have fun? Except for the woman in the ceiling. She's watching. (laughs) Some things also need to be said. That's true. Need to be known. Say that. The way you formatted your list was really beautiful, by the way. It was very, like, bulleted. It felt, you know, well, even within a text. Order. It was an alpha order, which we love. Wow. Because it's just kind Not of Not like, including articles, though. Of course. Obviously, yeah, of course. What an, what an we're, ugly list that We're makes. intellectuals. We're educated people. Wait, and I was saying... Um, the list will be a good roadmap to get into what makes you tick. And then we can get deeper and deeper. So whip it out. I don't have my, I mean. You don't have, oh, I have it. Here you go, sweetie. Oh, I have it too. Some of them on there I don't really, maybe I was also just kind of trying to impress, but. Well, be fucking real about that. I didn't even know there was an iPhone iPad oh. this size. <laughs> exactly. It's I'm also, also the crazy part, it's really, it's, it's quite old. 
they don't make them like this anymore. It's really big. It's a joke how big because there is. are laptops with the screen this big, made by Apple, like the t- the eleven inch ones. Oh, maybe yeah. Yeah, I don't know all that. So, walk us through pick and choose. Well, like, I mean, what's it's the fitting. Vibes? It's fitting what the first one is. Hello, um, because that is some could say the ultimate for me. Well, there's an yeah. argument that we. I mean, there was talk that we were going to watch this film. Yeah, which I but just it was too much. I could do that, but I've seen it so many times, and it's even though it doesn't feel long, it is objectively like three hours. It is mm-hmm. long, yeah. Um, but I could. It's amazing that it doesn't feel long. Isn't that incredible? It should feel so much longer than it does. It certainly should. That's yeah. crazy. And it's crazy that at the time people were like, "It's too long. It's boring." Yeah. And I'm like, but I mean. I think you in this film is like is so beyond like a, oh I just love that it literally it feels like it was a it, like a um, experience of a life that you were just like desperate to be inside like the freedom the well I, I think it was about the story of the making of it or like the the production. <sighs> Yeah, um, let's talk about that because I actually don't know that went about into really? it. Yeah. Look, I Tell it. just and this is also what, um, like her uh, Andrea Arnold is a filmmaker. Yeah, is really what like you love truth. You really value like truth and she fiction. She um, oh, don't we both? That's something we have in common. That's true. Right. She wrote, read an article in the New York Times that was basically. Um, like a profile of one of these crews or mm-hmm. like of a bunch of them. Um, and she was like, this is a really interesting story I want to tell. Tell it, give the specifics um, to the people who might not even have heard of this film. Oh, we're talking, we didn't, yeah, we didn't, <laughs> we're talking about American Honey. Um, yeah. You should have been able to know that by now. <laughs> yeah. um, but she also cast a lot of kids who had experienced that life. Yeah. Didn't, except for like Shia LaBeouf and Riley Keough. Mm-hmm. There were no professional actors yeah. acting. So it just felt extremely authentic um, and genuine and not in a overdone, like, cringe kind of way. I mean, some maybe felt that, but... I mean, it's hard to avoid were, that, but I don't think... Yeah, that's never a big part of what's taken away. Or not what I took away. And the other thing about it, too, is that she basically had them with, like, a minimal script go out and do what the article Mm -hmm. basically describes. Mm -hmm. Um, So she would would make them go door to door um, and try to sell people magazine subscriptions. and like they would meet they would actually like meet other crews that were like actually doing it um and they did do the part of parts of the road trip where they like went across like the i guess bible belts but maybe more like just through the entire middle yeah yeah um wastelands (laughs) fly over country (laughs) yeah yeah, I don't know. It's just extremely, and again, the Sasha Lane thing—extremely compelling actress. Yeah. Discovered um, on a beach, right? Yeah. Audrey That's what's beautiful out. to me is, um, you know, her being someone who—I mean, who knows what her 
her her goals and aspirations would have been at that time but i yeah the way that they present this narrative is that like it's someone who had never really even considered being an actress no, at all right. and andrea arnold was able to somehow like visualize this gift that she didn't even know that she had yeah and um, get that's to hot to me somehow and believe her and believe in her that she like was serious <laughs> yeah and that's something i always i think one of my favorite things is when a movie like that clicks like it almost feels effortless it feels mm-hmm. like a movie was made you know, oh, we just found some random kids and we just put, you know, set up a camera and we did it. And you know, so much work went into it, but it feels so amateurish and effortless, but mm-hmm. in a professional mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And I think that's one of my, like, I feel like Morvan Caller feels that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely American Honey. Honestly, honestly, all of Andrew Arnold's films, I f- oh yeah, give me well, that. she found that's Katie amazing. Jarvis in Fish Tank. Yeah, she saw her having a screaming match with her boyfriend at the tr- right. at like the bus stop. Yeah, and then Rooster <laughs> was like, exactly. "You have the energy that I'm looking for." Elephant has that. A lot of Gus Van Sant. Elephant, Gus Van Sant. Uh, and when I was trying pass. to make this, or when I was making this list, I was yeah. trying to limit it to one like not just have a bunch of films with the same directors yeah, yeah. if i wasn't doing that then cow would be on this oh, list talk literally we need Can i need to say about something about cow because uh, that yeah. movie just like blip, didn't no one no one saw it and it's well i mean it's it's a hard the same with american honey yeah i mean it, it, that was a little more, it had a little moment or at least it got here. like indie spirit stuff and you know i don't yeah. know it wasn't a24 but yeah still i think just too unwieldy and and um like big for people to want to owe, give their time to or something. Cow is one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Can you believe that? Did you see that at T? Mm-hmm. That fucked my shit. And that's why I really love her too is um, she's really not, she's just like, I think you just said this, like really trying to capture real, real experience yeah. mm-hmm. in like a very, um, like no frills yeah yeah um no hand holding but, but with so with a touch of fairy tale fantasy i mean like that's the parts of cow that were the most divisive were like the kind of narrativizing and mm-hmm. like the music choices and stuff like that um but like that's that's andrea mm-hmm. uh, you know she has such a she it's about the reality but her view of reality is so like i don't know it's a it's more than reality it's kind of fantasy a little bit well if that's if you want to you know tie it into poetry it's definitely speaking to like a poetics (laughs) that i really um am attracted to or find appealing which is you know same old thing i've been saying forever but making the mundane into something divine yeah or tapping into whatever about the the mundane or Mm -hmm. Um, our experience can be divine in a certain lens or angle. And that is so her view of things just feels like it's just lifted. And that's what I love and I think she does it so well and there's a few other directors I think who I really uh, respect who do it of like making something so mundane or so closely realized to real life that it becomes exactly fantastical and surreal you know maybe this is maybe i'm reaching but you watch fish tank 
And you even the 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 girls doing the dance the to Cassie. me and you. Oh my god. That <laughs> is Yeah. Like ethnography. A, that's a whole that's a holy experience. Yeah. Yeah. To witness somehow. She's it's actually so one of the raw. best to do it. Yeah. And I think people and forget because she, she hasn't beaten, made that many films. And she's been beaten down post the Big, Big Little, Little Lies. Lies experience when she was essentially lied and lied to and used and then expelled. Uh, they said, we want you to just fit this thing. We didn't think you... But then we we're also going to tell you we want you to do your thing. We actually don't know what that thing is. So when you start just like going off script and shooting random stuff, like we will fire you. Um, after saying that you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, so what do you think it would have looked like mm. if she had really had I mean, amazing. control? It would have been awesome. Also confusing because whatever the French guy who's now dead, Jean, who's the guy who directed? Oh, who made Wild? Jean-Luc Valet. Thank you. Jean-Marc Valet. Jean-Marc. He was also known for doing extra random pickups and, and being experimental with his stuff. So like, what's the, what? I don't know. What didn't translate? Why didn't they let her cook? Yeah. The audience that they were. Yeah, and I think they, they were they were literally like it has to be exactly like season one, obviously. But she's like, get it straight, because when you tell an auteur, we want your your vision, your take on it, you run wild, and then they're like, never mind. I don't know. But I think that's also why people were not fans of like there were there was a big camp of haters towards American Honey because I don't yeah. think people are used to digesting film in the way that it's presented in no, that movie. Not at all. Um, As like and then messy somehow, and controlled but still messy. Yeah. Right and even also well I, I do think there are tons of successful famous films that are like wandering or digressive. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like very Terrence But Malik for some is. reason... I mean, maybe that's not why people hated it. Why did people hate it? American I think, Honey. I think because of that, because of like the uncomfortable people uh, being uncomfortable with like um, mold the molding of the reality into something that is very much a film. But like that's the joy of it as well. I think it's just something you either get on board with or you don't. I think there's two things. I think one, it was ahead of its time. Tea. I think if it came out right now, different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it also. When you're making a movie about like wayward or a show about wayward young people, mm-hmm. it's either going to consume the culture and everyone's going to talk about it, or it's going to fall Be by divisive, the wayside. Yeah. Because if there's not people loud, like masses camping for it, there's just the dis- divisive side of people being like, mm, this is challenging and inappropriate and it doesn't feel like i I hate to especially in the u.s because that's what it goes it's like if you don't have a euphoria they liked it in style isn't that always how it goes audience (laughs) right yeah but they got a long standing oh i can't that i mean i remember you had a phase seen it a lot of times you've played like the red carpet and the press conference and like the standing oh many times well that's the thing too is uh you know people are asking the dumbest questions of course about movies um even at can like someone at can was asking shia labeouf if um 
he would have signed up for the movie if he like knew how much sex in it, in it he had to do or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, do you know his career? Right. He was in. He wanted to be a nymphomaniac. And also, he had an so. answer with, that was like. You know, you're insulting me as an actor by mm. asking me this question. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. I think it also came at this renaissance of foreign filmmakers making films about mm. the U.S. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, it's always the right It was like pre Trump or like right on the cusp on of the that. Verge, the year before the election. And, you know, we had like f- films I think of as like Sebastian Silva's. Um, Nasty, Nasty Baby, Baby yeah. which is just like an amazing film about New York. And then we have three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> I don't is, think I know of Nasty Baby. It's, Nasty, it was it's, it was Kristen Wiig, Toonday Adebimpe from TV on the radio, yeah. and Sebastian Silva playing yeah. and, and acting. He always acts in his films. Aaliyah Shawkat. Like of course. Yeah. Oh, is Sebastian Silva the one with the new Jer- Jordan? Jordan first. I Correct. Need yeah. That. Yeah. Rotting in the sun looks very fun. Uh, Rotting. In the sun. We have a we, there's a screening soon that we can go to. I'll, oh, I'll please. But so Sebastian Silva, I think, also is like in that Andrea Arnold camp for me of like his films are. If only he was seen that way. Very no, he's like, it's his career is fascinating too. But he, yes. he's largely made. American mm-hmm. cut like American Sundance films or films. like films. Where is that he from? Argentina, Chile. One of those two. One of the yeah. I'm not gonna work it up. Yeah, but he's like out. he's like I think one one of the Lorraines like produced some of his Did early Chile. films. Yeah. So, but he did. So, have you ever heard of Crystal Fairy and the Magical Cactus? <laughs> Gabby That's Hoffman another one of his. From Michael Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> he just. He's he he, he's sillier than Andrea Arnold. Like he's very like, you know him linking up with Jordan first. Yeah, obviously. I could tell like, this from the trailer. Yeah, but he does have that ability it's a, to. It's like a harsh yeah. modern satire is always what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, hers are much more gritty reality. It, like his mm-hmm. engage with that, but the but way she does like it is sublime. Sublime. Yeah. The sublime. Is I think that's part of the reason he's more ignored is because it's because of the silliness. He's yeah. not as. You couldn't. It's harder to put him in the prestige category than yeah. it is to put Andrew Arnold in the prestige That's category. Right. In yeah. my opinion, even though he's going for big fruit, yeah, he's going for big. Well, I would watch um, Nasty. Nasty Baby. Baby. I was crazy. Love, that. That's it's one of the ones fun. I've watched like four times, and I would always watch it again. It was one of those movies that like people talked about it for two months and then forgot it ever existed. Yeah, completely. He's made a lot of movies that I happen to like. Yeah, Tyrell. Tyrell. Did you see it? No. Yeah. Was that I good? S- I saw it. It's good. Okay. I only heard. It's very strange. Yeah. That he made it, and then also that actor got canceled like right after. Jason Mitchell. Yeah. R.I.P. King. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so, so like, what do you want to know we about ta- me? Well, I, I know, but I want to talk about Cal for a quick second because oh, we didn't okay. actually explain what it is about. And well, the format, it's, it's, she went documentary, she followed this cow around like it's Sasha Lane. Dairy cow. Mm-hmm. With, Don't say that. What? What? But it's true. She did, She got on its level, she got on <laughs> the profile shot. It's process, like. <laughs> she, followed, she said, this is my main character, and she shot it, this cow, like it's a main character. Every reaction, yeah. the reaction shots, the fucking, like, the close-ups of yeah. it all. And it's this is amazing. the thing about her, too, I notice, is that 
you know, Cal could have easily been a narrative film. Yeah. And American Honey yeah. was essentially a documentary. Mm-hmm. Or like Fish Ooh. Tank is like it's so yeah. two degrees that's, away from being a documentary. So you know what beautiful. I mean? Um, and when you're watching, this cow becomes an actor. Like, this cow is, like, acting its ass off. Ass off. Um, the Literally, it's it's globe-sized udders off. Yeah. Acting the shit out of it. Swollen. That was one of the hardest. It's Just all brutal. But, and the thing that drove me crazy about it is I think, and I, I mean, it's clear that that dairy farm is probably one of the more the nicer hu- ones and humane that's, that's and, what and that's what's yeah. just like gut-wrenching about the entire like to consume cow products whether it's dairy or meat even if you're getting it from the best place you're engaging with some fucked really, shit really nasty. some torture because the you're whole essence of it torture. is repeatedly taking the child away and Constantly. keeping the udders probably so big and uncomfortable. And infected and like nasty, yeah. And they have name like they had the cows have names, they can go out and frolic in the field. Oh, when they let when they let her out to frolic. Those and, she, she, and she watches the fireworks. The fireworks Bitch. And the unceremonious <sighs> conclusion, and with that we can move on. But anyway, that gagged him. Wait, when did bit. you see it? I we think we together, saw it together at IFC right? in oh, the tiny, beautiful. tiny, tiny closet when it was, cinema. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I saw it at a screening in which I was one of two people who registered for the screening to come and see it, and literally the the first like the projectionist was like, "Just you guys, you still want to you want to watch it? Okay, sure." I was like, "This is sad." People walked out. Of one hundred percent. Why? It's you don't want to see it. You don't. You don't. And also, it it's really makes long. you. It, and it, you can't avoid it. You sit in the film, and it is like. I mean, I think in the first ten minutes, people are like, "This is going to be the whole film. I can't just watch a cat." You don't. You don't let yourself get emotionally invested when, like, it plays like a narrative. You get so invested in every sound that that cow makes. You're like, "Oh God!" And can we talk about Divine Beauty? Like, because that film is Divine Beauty. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the. Uh, I feel like we talk about, and I talk to Ben about this a lot too with art. Um, people don't want to accept what's real. And she's just presenting to an audience a reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's. It's inherently being manipulated with. Yeah. Which is the another presence thing. of a camera or a Just director, like but honey, she's doing very little, or she's doing a lot to make you believe how yes. little exactly she's influencing. Mm-hmm. Yes. When of course the reality she cut this and down people from are not wa- willing to sit with hours. it. Yeah, people also really, really can't come for her every time, but especially with Cow, like that it was manipulated, right? Like, like, like for sympathy, it's like you're just pissed off that it got to you, that bitch, you got, got, and you're you blaming got, got. it on that. Like damn, because well, that's the thing about her, and like when I, what she's I was saying before, she's not twisting anything. Like, like well, she's no, cutting. No, she, she could have shown the whole thing and made it ten hours and made it sh- even more brutal. Sure, but she absolutely is. Like that's part of her artistry. Is that again, yeah. like she's presenting to like with American Honey and with she's Cal, a sculptor. Of, of they're truth. both narrative and documentary. She is in. She is like guiding everything to make you feel like there's no guidance, and it's. 
it's beautiful it's really and finding really like the true the stories out of life mm-hmm. that just like mm-hmm. evaporate out of life yeah and that's why she's mother yep what I want to see how this expands into the rest of your the taste that's exhibited by this list. Well, I think there are a lot of or a bunch of the movies on the list are in this kind Fire of them off. domain. So we had American Honey. I don't know what the second one is. Like this is my hot take because mm-hmm. um, also it's alphabetical right. order. Oh, are we doing it in order? No, jump around. Yeah, do what you want. Well, because another one that I feel like. Uh, could be in conversation would be like a Celine Siama film. I was thinking about her earlier. Um, Yeah. Like the one that I put was girlhood, Mm -hmm. which I know is somewhat controversial. I guess don't, it's the one that people don't talk about, but it is like one of the best for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of her movies. Yeah. And, really slaps. you know, I was, before I learned about the director and the production, I was pilled on Blue is the Warmest Color Absolutely. for, like, the longest Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Another yeah. raw, raw, raw fucking... And, yeah. Oh, talk about actresses. Holy shit. I never saw it. You never saw My it. My sister loves it. Of or course, loved it. of course. I mean, we all did. You, it, it's really dark be- when you learn it's, about yeah. what they went through I because heard. then that's you see the it. movie. And you know all the stuff that's happened in his career post this movie is even worse. Like, wait, what's that? <laughs> the allegations have never stopped. They've, he's it's only gotten worse. He's been oh. he's been forcing co- like stars to drink, lying to them about if they're gonna do real sex on camera, and then making them do real sex on camera and putting it in his movie against their will. And he was ma- apparently making them wow. reshoot every yeah. scene like a hundred times, yeah. and no wonder they're giving like the most raw because they're broken fucking yeah. down. He made them do the shot where they see each other for the first time and just walk by and catch each other's eye, like a, a hundred, almost a hundred times, like or something. It said that, they said that they were like going crazy, you know. That's kind of like a David Fincher crazy perfectionist, like tyrant energy. And uh, talk about uh, movie uh, videos from Cannes that I will never stop watching. <laughs> when they is when they win the Palme d'Or, yeah. and then they the jury gives both actresses a palm as well. Yeah, which is like the first special, time, first yeah. and only time yeah. that, that it's been given to the actors. Yeah, and because like, it had already come out a lot of this stuff, or just because of because it was how that great they crazy. Were. It's just like holy fuck, it's unbelievable. When they have their final fight, it literally is like no. I have I have chills all over. I my have body. chills. Yeah, I can still. Oh my god, I, that level Peter of emotional has intensity is not in most films. No, <laughs> Peter has absolute goosebumps all over, yeah. up and down his arms. Which is so it's it's an interesting addition to the like you know classic Kubrick manipulation kind of like um, pushing like like being a fucking psycho and, and what I'm go crazy. Those I'm thinking of the most random scenes or or shots from this movie like even just Adele Exarchopoulos eating spaghetti yeah is, is and, and sobbing I and could watch bar. that for hours do you remember wow. her eating a Snickers and sobbing mm-hmm. mm. that changed something for the world <laughs> wow uh, what a film I don't Honestly, know but I don't want to watch it alone I would watch it with you okay I would too I would yeah wait can we actually it's another really long one too really? it's three hours it, it's essentially two films. Wow. It's La Vie d'Adèle, Un et Deux. Yeah. And it's like two different, they're like a couple years apart or something. Wow. 
Lea Seydoux giving just such belief. I'm like, you fuck girls, Lea. Lea. There's no way that she was giving like mm. that convincing dyke. She been a dyke in other stuff? I'd never, I'd never seen either of them before. Love that. her. I think, yes, Blue has something to do with it, but like lesbians really freak out about her. I mean, she's the divine feminine. Let's be honest. I don't really know her. Oh, what the fuck? What are you talking she, about? I mean, that really blew her up. I know that. her, yeah, obviously, but I'm not... Let's do a deep dive. Invested. Okay. Um, Let's watch Flaults by Bruno Dumont. That I haven't seen either. That's her greatest performance. That in blue. I want to get to some of the other ones on this list because I'm just eyeballing it, side eyeing it. I can't like it. I know. You can't see it. It's too far away. Well, yeah, maybe this is the theme for me. Is a lot of um movies that are trying to really uh, replicate life Mm -hmm. in a in as like unfiltered of a way as you possibly could yeah um i mean that's true that's definitely true i have memory i I have so many memories of watching movies with you and then getting so upset that you were just like this is fake and i can't get right i can't i can't get involved in something that's so full of artifice Mm. even though that's like the whole point of of a movie right but i know sometimes i think the ones that are really glaring to you and and sometimes to me are the ones where like it's not making, it's not trying to, it's not capitalizing on the artifice. It's not using that as right. a tool, really. It's just But there. that's also the, the, I guess, like, ignorant thing of me even saying that is because, the, like we were talking about, these ones that are seemingly so authentic. It is a That trick. is the artifice mm-hmm. of it, you know. But it's, like, it's, it's a magic trick. And I think it's so, it's just, like, a different, for me, like, looking at your list, thinking about what we've been talking about, that's, like, like when I read, a, those are the types of movies I engage with, like reading a novel or reading a a piece of creative nonfiction. It's like I'm sitting down and taking notes mm-hmm. when I watch movies that are more artificial or, you know, they're still valuable, but I'm not. It's almost like watching TV to a certain extent of like I'm not engaging with it in the same mm-hmm. way. I'm not. Seated. It's different. I'm but, not seated. And I also Tim, it's put, a different route through your but brain. That's you, but that's you. It can be for me. It can be yeah. even more effective. There are also but, even some documentaries on this list, so and speak. I think that's also part of this conversation. Mm. Um, and I for I had a, I really had a phase where I was um, really enjoying documentaries. Yeah. Because I love to learn. Can we yeah. watch doc- docs together? To do you yeah. want to watch docs? I never do ever. But I want to. Yeah. I mean, it depends what it's about, but of course. But like, I want. I, there's. I just want to get. Like, there's a canon of great documentaries that I have not done, and I and I want to really bad. Have you seen Hell Satan? No, I've never seen it either. I want to get into what. By the way, speaking of the ultimate, I don't think you even know this filmmaker, Frederick Wiseman, mm. is going to change <laughs> your life. Cha- as far as what's reality and skill, sculpting things. I mean, he has. Have so you first heard of all, like you have the four-hour New York Public Library documentary. Okay. First of all, you have to see Titty Cut Follies, which is his. Have first. you seen it? Yeah, I'm still too scared to press play. I saw it on a print. <gasps> like at, they did, like they organized different. And your face came off. I tell you, right? Because it's his first, and it's set in. Uh, 
1967. What do you call those now? What do you call those Mental now? institution. Uh, and you can tell. Asylum. You can say that tell the how it shaped it every changed policies film, in America. But it also changed every, every film and television depiction of an insane asylum. At that time, when was this like the including American like, horror story? Literally, literally. When the it's crew taken goes directly to, yeah. from this documentary, especially because the Titicate Follies is that they do like a show. They just let the inmates do, and it literally call them inmates, like they're prisoners. Um, let them do their little circus show. Well, if we could really talk about things on this podcast, let's talk. Because also, his I've high school movies are amazing. Been high school is fucked. High school's crazy. Anyway, really, um, I haven't seen two. I've really been in my psychopathology bag these days, as I kind of always am. Can but you yeah. I was reading for this. I was doing this madness and poetry thing um and we were reading about um the we were reading Foucault the like madness and civilization and it's like all about this how the the mad person is the criminal mm-hmm. we need to criminalize the insane mm-hmm. um anyway cuz that makes me if we're talking about that in terms of films like that makes me think of like Blue Jasmine. Mm. It makes me think of. Have you seen? <laughs> no, that's a good one. Unfortunately, it's Woody Allen, it's but really good. Uh, it's, I think it's his best movie. It's it's one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett right. winning her second Oscar and, and eating and slaying and shitting on the girls. Honestly, setting the blueprint for Tar with yeah. that. Performance. Okay, I finally like, saw Tar. I knew. See, I can't even talk about it I, because like this. Um, and to know, to know that I saw it on a plane, Ooh. I'm so sorry. No, I'm so sorry. Is. Babe, no, it is that's it is. hot. That's hot. That's uh, tough, though. That's really hot. Yeah. You made it through watching it on the plane? Was it... Was I not supposed to? I just... Surprising. I don't know if I would have been able it, it to. It demands a lot of serious... It demands because a lot of I did have this feeling afterwards of like... Well, did you see the ghosts, okay. first of all? I think that was part of it, is I don't think because of, like, the quality. And here's the thing. Right. So it's that's so a... Small. So I can... Because I've heard about that on the... Inter- like, through the yeah. internet, obviously, And but it's extremely widescreen. Every every widescreen film on a plane, they cut off the sides, and some of the ghosts are only in the very end. <laughs> but I was like, okay, yeah, like, this is a great movie. This is a... She's giving a great performance, but, like, it's always, like, the hype. Of, I can't. I just don't. If you're if you're getting hype, I don't want to. I don't want to do with you. Oh, so because what Especially was when the hype? Tar is the like, most original. American. It was great, but it's oh. like not the craziest movie I've ever and seen. And you know what? I completely agree with just you. Watch it one more time, and you'll gag. It's one of those like the second time. I didn't really fully. It's like a whole world was created for that film. There's like the amount of lore. You know it reminds it me of a biography remind, of X. I was just gonna say that <gasps> it did remind me of that. Because there's so many little throwaways that right. are like the New York that that guy is really yeah, really Adam like a staff Gopnik. writer on the Adam Gopnik yeah yeah Alec Baldwin being himself on his podcast <laughs> well the amount of people that like you know because it played at the theater I work at that 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 came out and literally asked me, that we're talking about like I can't believe I've never heard of Lydia Tarr before I know I and was, I was like she's say, not real that's what that is a really great. Um, yeah. Indicator to treat uh, that a it fa- was a success fake character like a real person. You really are convinced that she's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone else around her in the movie is real. That she mentions all but, the names that they say are real people. Right, and it is yeah. crazy that 
people really thought that she was a real it was like a biopic it's amazing and that 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 woman doesn't exist there's no woman who's ever been anywhere near that there's position there's one whatsoever. who's close but not like that and never an american are you kidding yeah 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 not to be a snob but have you ever um, girl heard someone pronounce it biopic of course of course i have <laughs> because i have wow. yeah of course me too recently i did and i laughed like yeah but that's not right no it's biopic okay because it's like a bio like a because sometimes I've learned I've been pronouncing the, something wrong for decades. Trixie Mattel, that's who it was on her podcast, said biopic. On and purpose. A lot of people no, do. No, she didn't. And it just went by and I was like, it's, it's the English language is such a beautiful, mysterious thing. Especially yeah. words that a lot of people just read. We can really play. Isn't that say. right, Peter? We can really play with the language. Yeah, talk to us about poetry. Did we... I'm sorry. Did we even say yet on this podcast that Peter's a poet? Did I say that yet? It's just what so do you obvious want to, talk to me. About? Girl. Here's something. Here's something interesting. Well, because I think there's an easy path. There's a trail from your kind of like needing to be tricked. If you're not being tricked into like taking things as like you're seeing reality, you're not really on board. I think you can take that back to like, I don't know. You, you prefer or prioritize the word above the image. Or the word to give you the image that you needed that to trust it maybe so when it's an, someone else's image that's not your own being created by the words I guess or feeling it doesn't have to be an image it's like not as um, visceral I guess or you see more as more fakery also like it's a business like film is a business it's a weird um, there's art film but you know it's it's a strange well, it, I thought you were going somewhere else with that which yeah. is what I'm take me down that road about now which is I do think there is a tr- kind of you can translate the movies that I like or the movies that I really value into a, there is like a poetry that kind of mirrors it. Mm -hmm. And there's also a poetry that I don't really like that is sort of Mm. antithetical to it. Which is like, this is what it is. Look at how many words I know, but Mm. I'm not going to tell you what they mean. And I'm going to obscure reality from you. um, Mm -hmm. And, you know I don't care if you even enjoy this Um, I'm just a genius and like you should value me for that (laughs) you're really singing with that because that's exactly how I feel about movies and that's why I hate someone like Charlie Kaufman because I'm like like me well because I I fall for that but completely I think because what really and thinking about your list right now or even the movies we've already talked about I'm so with you because if you're making something purposefully opaque, if you're like really using your intellectualism to put up a wall, a barrier, an alienating experience, I'm pissed at you. Well, there better be a reason. I don't care if you give me a reason. If it's empty alienation, then that's just annoying. But I think for a lot, and I struggled with this as well. I think the the reason for a lot of people is this idea that that's how they should be operating. Hmm. Um, oh, well, some of the like fakers and the, and the copycats for sure. like, you know, deemed yeah. significant or, like, valuable. Well, those are people that are imitating. Like, well, everyone like the wants children to be Hanukkah. of David Foster Wallace or the oh children <laughs> of... Thomas yeah. Pynchon. And or, like, a, a filmmaker, insert film, like, a ch- the children of, of the Coen brothers. And or, Ken Cohen and you know Lanthimos. Because I, mean? yeah. I think people even call Yogurt Lanthimos like a... Uh, 
uh, uh, an imitator, but I think he has a little more meat on the yeah, bones. Yeah, but yeah. if you look at uh, Andre Arnold or um, There's a no film imitation. like Atlantics or... Sorry, I'm spoiling Peter's list. No, Atlantics is a huge... Or, or The Lost Daughter even, like... The, you look at films that... This is that, the last movie that... This was in your, like, I don't watch movies anymore era that, that you really gagged for, and I was so happy. It's so good. I was floored. Because that movie But I also watched me, On the Plane. Which it's sometimes can be an incredible incredible boon. Um, some films, not at all. It just depends. I don't know. There's not, there's not an easy, like, delineation of what's an airplane movie and what's not, but so when you hear one, you can be like, yeah, that's not, or that is. <laughs> well, you knowing me and my habits or history yeah. with I just can't even sometimes like bear to like sit down for two hours and like digest a movie. Yeah. That's what I really get off of get off on with a plane. Is you're yeah. forced to sit there. You're forced. You don't what, have anything to distract I think you. The place that these days the like is more often where people are seeing movies than a movie theater. Yeah, the, the modern American person. But that's why I love to read and write on the plane too. I that's where I force myself to read because I'm watching movies everywhere, damn else. Well, and that's why we we don't watch movies together that much unless we're, there's a purpose where it's in the theater. Because for me to sit down, it takes a at lot 10 more, PM, and I don't have the patience. <laughs> like right, I can't. Night. Like last night, too. I can't. Like I really have to force myself to do it with you because I'm the same way. I don't seek movies out in my own time unless like I have a you know it's for like with certain types of reading it's a task you know I'm seated again notes are, you when know, you're doing whatever. like a, a Hong Sang Su I have to really like, engage with it and yeah. take it serious exactly you're like let me be seated yeah which is yeah. what I, that's that's why last night Keith and I watched the first part of the Decalogue mm-hmm. Polish miniseries and we had we, we were high and drunk and I said halfway through I'm like I need to watch this sober again I can't just which, have the, which, which and I'm like which having both experiences awesome. might be interesting but I'm like I can't yeah I need to be seated attuned to what I'm watching mm-hmm. it's dense and, and with that too it was like what we were, what I think we have in common with our taste is like watching the decalogue I'm like this is that this, this is, is the realistic fantasy this is that, and I need to see it. He's the you. That's a filmmaker that you would <laughs> to work for. <laughs> I've heard of this. Kishlovsky yeah. is his the, name. The he did the three colors. Yeah. Right. yeah. Good stuff. Because it is like I the it's it. the mundane lifted to like insanely mythological, godly, yeah. transcendence. So, what did you love about the Lost Daughter? Let's. So my expectations were, they were bottom low. of the barrel. Because you're because an actress director. I don't think not, if I was that far down, but I wasn't. Because I'm like, honey, Maggie Gyllenhaal is not even a good actor. Because you mind. had the <laughs> Elena Ferrante connection. You didn't know anything about that. I don't. I like because my mom is very like. She read a lot of Elena Fronte and was always like, uh. so I had that in the back. My mom going, and my mom and I are very attuned Into, in certain yeah. things. So I was like, uh. when we get her on the pod, do you place. know about the rumor, long, long-standing rumor? I don't know if it's been debunked that she's that like a fake person. She's really a man. That's right. Uh-huh. I'd heard the, a rumor that she didn't write all her novels. There's a bunch of weird. Like a little I team guess with, of that, women. with if you're an anonymous writer, there's there's always rumors. Gonna, yeah. So, but yeah. But so I didn't have any of that 
narrative or literary context for the movie. I came into it just like, again, at a festival, I have free time. I love Olivia Coleman. Dakota Johnson often is giving something great. Okay, I came for Olivia. And left. I I stayed to stare at Dakota Johnson for the rest of my life. But also, what's the actress from Succession's name? Huh? Oh, Dagmara Dominic. That eight woman. She, yeah, because in my mind, she's the, she was the best performance, and in that she's movie. about mm. to give her a major the, star turn as Priscilla's mother and Sofia Coppola's Priscilla. So I'm gagged for that. Yep, I'm gagged. She's, gagged for that. she's in the trailer. We, there's like so much we need to, to talk, talk about. So, yeah. lost. so little time, but I we should also talk about Sofia. We have Coppola to get into Sofia for okay, but, but also let me just daughter. say I was I want to hear what you have to say but also add with the dakota johnson thing like she i really did not i like was like i don't i don't care at all about you and then i was like you're it like yeah. you're it that mm. movie changed because i'm the same way i came into it like she'll do her I thing like she can that. always carry a very empty weight in a good movie where like She's not doing anything bad, but she's not. She's not always at. What she's adding is also what I. Re- this movie made me. What Lost Daughter made me realize is the nuance. Yes. Of her. It made me go back it, and look at what exactly. other performances that's and be like, "Oh my god, I was asleep." It's a bigger splash. Well, I just never splash. considered her to be that kind of an actress. Mm-hmm. Me either. Um, it's I, I think my context was just like. Fifty Shades of Grey. Which, like, if yeah, you yeah, had yeah. whatever other she blockbuster she was stuff. doing. Magic work in Fifty Shades of Grey. She somehow is the only part of those movies that she can make the worst script of all time. You can believe it for a second only when she's saying it. And well, it's the same like, thing that yeah. I noticed in The Lost Daughter. Like, mm. she, she could blink... And I was like, that's rapture. Yes. Like, yes, the, yes. The nuance, the things that were happening She's on incredible. her face in the long silences when she first gets introduced and stares at her for a long time. And I remember, if you haven't seen, you should see the video. The, I think it's like Vanity Fair or something, but it's like Maggie and and Dakota going over that scene. And I she talks that. about how like she told she couldn't quite find it. That I forget, like Maggie gives her one kind of thing, like note of how to act and that and that's the the scene that that's the shot that's in it when she's just like staring at her staring at Olivia Coleman investigating her and then being like you're really pretty yeah it's one of those it's (laughs) one of those performances where like I think of I've talked about like an Edie Falco or oh my god a Robert De Niro where the performance which thank you for putting those in the same sentence because not a lot of people would be brave enough no and I'm sorry but like show me an actor who takes a role and turns it on its head and elevates it to the stratosphere. That's what Dakota Johnson did with that role because in the beginning I was like, what is Dakota Johnson doing playing this girl from Queens? Right. What the fuck? And yeah. And then I was like, and this seemingly like very like, you know, uh, like she wasn't like top build, you know, she was like, she didn't have as many lines as the other women. But she's like the crux of the film. She's the, like the, and the way in my mind, and I know you disagree, the way that Emma Stone crumbled in The Favorite in the midst of Rachel Weisz and Olivia Coleman. I do disagree. Dakota but. Johnson's weird chemistry with Olivia Coleman in that movie oh was my gosh. transcendent. So 
So I think that also might be an Olivia Coleman. She's oh, also yeah. just yeah. Oh, she was like effortlessly brilliant. She it was like um, it was like obvious, but like oh my god. Do you know what it's fu- what's funny? I've been reading Rachel Cusk, mm-hmm. and I like the Rachel Cusk narrator in my mind's eye is like Olivia Coleman. That's incredible. Sure. Oh my god. And that it doesn't it just like make, her, make sense? me like her writing. Somehow more. it just makes sense to me. Yeah, I don't. I wish I knew more about. I'm not cast. a huge fan. Rachel I haven't Cuck. read enough though. <laughs> but yeah, that movie completely unexpected. The yeah. Lost Daughter tore my ass. It's so fucking great. It there's so much yeah. going on. Yes, it's always the themes are just hitting you in the face, and yet it never it's never tying a quick little... There were tears in my eyes. Oh my god, was, are you kidding? I was crying, I and was sobbing. Like simultaneously like maniacally laughing. Yes. Can we, we haven't talk, even can talked we give about Jesse Buckley the her flowers film within the film cuz she's the one who got the Oscar nom, well, her and Olivia, which is I'm like if if Jesse got it, give it give it to Dakota for Christ's sake. You can't it's never going to happen for that many actresses in one film, but like Jesse's still. I was glad that and again that she got in there because like Coda's nuanced performance to is make why you feel she for her while she's being so brutal to her small children is a really hard thing to do. To, no, again to, to give sympathy. She's the Rachel in, in the favorite comparison. She's the Rachel Weiss. <laughs> Who's Rachel Weiss? Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley. Okay. Because <laughs> like she's tearing in yeah. a more obvious way. Emma Stone for me just flopped. I'm sorry. Did you see the favorite? What did you think about Emma Stone? Are you more? I don't really remember. There we go. And that might be it. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I really just remember Olivia. Like she it's obviously. Oh the pillar my God. Of that to me. I, I watched that Oscar speech. Can you make me a cutscene of just her? Just Olivia in that movie? Sure. Her like highlights. I just need yeah. her highlights from that movie. Ugh. Yeah, I love I think there's a theme with this list too, and it's mm-hmm. women. Yeah. And I think that's oh, like obviously a Vagotry. huge theme in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I think that's something that you and I have more in common than either of us do with Keith is in terms of the types you? of film and, Keith, you know, female film. He loves the male director. We right. All know that. And he loves the yeah. broken male narrative, mm-hmm. you know, difficult men. Mm-hmm. He loves it. And that's a. And yeah. you teach us, baby. You teach us. You and Ben love it, and you both teach us. But you don't always hate it. No, a hundred percent. And I engage with it on y'all's terms. I try to. Especially, I'm gagged that you were on Team Master Gardener. I think they're only that's, well. Paul Schrader is the keeper of the broken man narrative, and that's, that's a, one of his. That's one of his most like transcendent and out there. But and, it's and also a mess that's not. Oh, and the in mess the, of it in is, the mainstream. The mess of it is is intoxicating to me. <laughs> you can't out me, so let's. What was, I did. What was Peter saying? You're not I was just gonna that. say I think that there are only like three or four on here that are not w- women centered. Women's stories or centered around because um, we have the great beauty, which is a very. I mean, it's a lot of things. It's life, but it is a very male. I've and never, Stranger uh, by the Lake. Oh, well, oh, that's, wanna, that's that's the fag text. <laughs> I do want to talk about Strangers by the Lake. I have haven't, you, see, you haven't seen it? I have seen it. Okay. I haven't seen The Great Beauty. Wow. Yeah. How did that one escape you at know. tea? You didn't even see it at tea? I no. was, I was um, listening to your suggestion with that. I haven't seen any of it. Is that true? You got me on The Great Beauty. How, when, I wonder when. It's well, a while I mean, ago. I mean, it makes sense that I would recommend that for you because, like, 
you love transcendent poetic reality and that's kind yeah. of like one of the best examples of that's that. what he does yeah did you ever see um the hand of hand god. of god mm-hmm. love fuck of course you did yeah fuck that fucked me up yeah that really got me. I knew I needed to put something of, of his on here. That makes me think of your Greece trip. I don't know why, but the hand well, of God is yeah. like Peter in Greece. And didn't he also do the the that Pope mini the yeah. mini the young about pope, the pope and the new Pope? Right, Stan, both of them. Oh my God, you need to see those. I have only seen the first episode of the Young Pope. Okay, you that show is fucking insane okay it's so crazy it's so awesome yeah i need to i want to <sighs> a religious kind of like transcendent poetic crazy all right well can we get into sofia coppola or do we want do to talk, it or do you want to talk about stranger by the lake because i don't know what either can we talk about how i was talking with ben about strangers by the lake and oh we were described because we did the photo shoot with jesse and ben and then keith is in the other room and i'm like you remember the guy in Strange by the Lake who's just like always there. Just I love that guy. Fiddling his little, I love that guy. His little micro penis in the corner. <laughs> I don't have a micro. Neither did he. Okay. He was just old and fat. He wasn't old. I don't think he was old. He's a, oh the oh that guy. The guy who's yes. like, let me suck it, let me suck it, let me suck it. Not the friend who just sits, who no, just sits there. No, who no, does, no, 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 no. Yeah. Who dies? No. Spoiler I alert! This. I would love to. Some I haven't of seen these, it since college. You know, yeah, I just know that, or I've decided that it's like, well, what essential is, to me. But, but like, obviously. could I really tell you why at this point? Maybe I mean, not. I mean, it's the raw dis- dis- sexuality, the danger, the like, the the sparseness of the film. Like, right? I really like the sparseness is great. Real calm, like the flirt <laughs> and the flirting. I feel like. It's rare for me in a movie to see sexual encounters or or f- just really flirting like before. Well, like, cruising isn't shown like that usually. It's and you know. I know and it, but also it's not chemistry like that in that way that's so immediate and so real and raw. In and like, is often not shown whether yeah. it's regardless of who's fucking who. And that movie was really good at that. That director's weird. That's his most normal movie. The director's really, really. Do you weird. like the other weird ones? Yeah, but he's like, really off the. I would watch trail. another. Yeah, it's nothing like n- none of his other shit is anything strange about the like. It's really strange, um, but good. Mm. But he he doesn't get his flowers anymore. Yeah, I'd love to see another one too. We yeah. should all watch it. Alain Girardet. All right, so you have the bling ring on your list. Ew. Yes, and I don't really know if I think that's like the. What I would consider the best, the best Sofia Coppola, and yet, but it's like it's the my, most you. It's my, it's my girl. Yeah, yeah. like that's my best friend. <laughs> the way that's somewhere. I think is, it's is imperfections make the Blink Ranks really special. Like that's kind of how it. I don't know. That's what it's, what it's celebrated for by its stands. Yeah, I mean, maybe, and this is maybe counter to what I was saying earlier, but I also do love that some of it is very um, like forced or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. stale wooden trying to right like it fits, it fits. So well. yeah and the girls that got it got it i'm realizing something about you p <gasps> p loves a good american scammer a good young american scammer yeah that's true isn't it 
You know, like, it's interesting because this is also based off of an article. Or, I mean, right. it's based off yeah, more yeah, yeah. than yeah, yeah, yeah. it's based off a whole event, but it was like mainly that article drawn yeah. from that Vanity Fair article by Miss Thing herself, Nancy Joe, yeah. um, <laughs> which had an amazing um, title: "The Suspect Wore Louboutins." Yes. <sighs> Again, ahead of she its said, time. She said, I wore six of inch the Louboutin moment heels to ahead court. Ahead of its time and of a different time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so true about a lot of Sofia Coppola movies specifically. Maybe. Is like, you could kind of drop her in any era of American history where we've had film. And I, or see, her, and I see her click. I mean, I still thought that Beguiled was awesome. I was just going to say that. Beguiled is great. Thank you. I was just going to say that. The only bad movie she's ever made is On the Rocks. And we don't talk about it. We don't talk I about it. I didn't watch it. it. You don't, it's it's don't, actually bad. Yeah. Actually, from this moment, unforget that that exists. Yeah, I would <laughs> never watch it. Because we're really all... Oh, my God. Can we all go see like Priscilla together well, in the, the theater? Well, it's the centerpiece and way of can, can you imagine if Riley Keough had been cast? <sighs> she's too tall. Uh, that's what's, I said this to someone else, and that's what they said. She's too tall. She's and got, also, she's sure, got Elvis's like, she jeans. wouldn't want to. No. You know. No, but also, like, shout out to her, the Graceland heir. Literally, the owner and executor oh. of the estate. No, I kind of, my That's, jaw dropped. I, I think I put that on my story, because I was like, and talk about female, huge. talk about female actresses that I... Worst man, the girlfriend experience. We didn't even talk about her performance in America. In American Honey, which is another. For me, that's that's th- that's the one that you d- used to do the most line readings of. You'd just be like, "You got anybody that's gonna miss you?" <laughs> Every name a movie that she's been in, and I'll tell you again, the movie is something because of her. The movie is something like with American Honey. The movie is something on so many levels, but she always Max. adds. <laughs> To the movie, she doesn't. She didn't have anything to Mad Max. She could have been anyone, but that's because she said three things. Was that her okay. first role? Her no, first but role. it was like her first b- big movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like, wait, yeah, okay, that was twenty fifteen. So that was like the same year as American Honey. Yeah, and the Girlfriend Experience was the year before, which like that is the Riley Keough. I remember manifesto. in one of blank blanks. Blank classes at blank. <laughs> Woo! Um, we, it, we actually screened American Honey, and that was the greatest day of my life. Of course. <laughs> Thank God. That movie... I watched it, the film series. Is... There. And it was... it was a. That's what I'm saying, is there were certain classes being offered that were really delivering for me. One yeah. of those was the class that we watched this in, which was International Film Auteurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. or no global film auteurs. Global film art, global film auteurs. GFM. Oh, or no, it was international art cinema. That's Something those like were the that. Two, See, that was for like seminar. Yeah, I missed out on all that shit. But anyway, anyway that yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, Marie Antoinette. I don't think I've seen it in full. Neither of you have seen it. It's and really think, fucked up. It's really you know fucked what? up. I think that is. You could argue that's her objective best. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what people really? say. People, oh, people absolutely say it's her masterpiece. One hundred percent. I think it is. Yeah, because I think Virgin Suicides has an argument for something. Yeah, but it's so. It's a great first. What film. about Lost, Lost in Translation, though? 
I don't think it holds up and not in the ways that people hate it. Not even I just cool. think yeah. there I don't I think it's it's not it doesn't have enough it's really to it. it's of its time it's better than so, I thought it was at the time. Yeah. I don't know, but her thin but full is her whole thing, right? Like seemingly thin, but but. But full. I feel like somewhere did the floatiness. I still need to see that. Somewhere took. Oh, I love somewhere. Somewhere I think is it's my favorite, my just personal favorite. That shows that you're real head. And I think well, because I've seen them all. Yeah. Um, and I've seen them all. I've seen most of them. She was one times. of the first directors, like in high school, where I was like, I want to see the ca- the, exactly. the catalog Same. of, of the work. It was her and Gregor Aki. Oh, oh wait, I can't believe a, that's the first. Can I get time. you a T-shirt with just both of? Please, with like, them making out, the two of them. <laughs> get me a T-shirt that a character in a Gregor Aki film would exactly, wear, and I would love that T-shirt. Okay. Yeah, say no more. Mission calculated. I don't know. I'm gonna do it. It's my mission. Okay. Tiny shirt, here we come. With like skulls <laughs> and we on it. actually recently saw that restoration of of Doom, Gen. the Doom Generation. We did, and you came to see it at BAM. Yeah, so good, you guys. The movie's really good. It's crazy, Margaret Cho. <laughs> that's the only movie of his that I've seen. Whoa, unless when you see Mysterious Skin and your ass falls out of your ass. Oh, I need to see it. There are so many that you... Yeah, I wrote I my thesis. Mm-hmm. Or not my... I didn't do a thesis. Your I wrote senior like paper. Your gra- paper yeah. on two Gregor Rocky movies. One was The Living End, which was his first. Were you a double major? It's not his first first, but it's... No. His, yeah. I just was did the, the writing. Yeah. And you were a film major. It was not his first. Oh, yeah, you're right. Not, like, not the first first, no. Um, and it was that one totally and um, Serious Skin. And it was sort of comparing the depiction of sex from like one of his original mm. movies to like arguably like his most A mainstream, commercial yeah. mainstream movie adaptation. Yeah. You're Living so smart, is, Peter. Living in his awesome. Well, I don't think it was really a, a, an astute paper. Probably you're being not, honest because okay. what are you talking about? There, there was an argument that I was trying to make that I don't really think was accurate because of what mysterious, like mysterious skin, is about like mm. child abuse, and there's right. a very specific reason sex, yeah. that they're filming the sex in the way that they are yeah. because of that yeah. that doesn't really enforce this argument that I was trying to make about how this, the, the his depiction evolved over his career I think because it was too specific right the way that he had to film that because yeah. there were child actors and um, but with everything I wrote for that major it was the same thing for me it was like I know there's a. I know I'm not doing it. I th- there was no room to write a great paper mm-hmm. in in those classes or even in a seminar or the senior situation. I don't think. Well, I still did so. Yeah, I'm sure those. You were like pulling them out. You were just I like. Know. Well, I mean, you knew that's what like I like, would like other people. You knew how to speak their language. And for some of us creative but it writers, wasn't, like... it wasn't like, oh, I know what you'll want it here to get a good grade. I just, like, it really was in line with the it way It just that came I naturally to you, right? But you yeah. also do have a very, like, inventive way of thinking about film. 
Conventional, is that what you said? Inventive. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, say the quiet part loud, why don't we, over here? Oh, I'll say it to your face. Like, you're able, I will give you the credit that you're owed, like, yeah. you know how to view a movie in, like, more in more, a more advanced way, maybe, than, like, someone else might. Yeah, I would say that. Where you're, oh, you're having ideas, you're formulating ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Just some applause for myself, I think I deserved it. But the ideas are so... They're so tied to... <laughs> like, but the ideas are so... Tired. Fucking stupid. <laughs> well, sometimes, but not all the time. Sometimes you click. But the what's interesting, and I think this is why you were such a successful student in that program, was that the way you look at film is so based in the lore, the technique. So, it's so scientific, almost. like Because like, yeah. you're not engaging with the emotionality it's there, but it's, it's not, not the only. It's not the number one. It's not number one. No, it's no, like no. number eight. And <laughs> Depending, well, it really depends from film to film. From film to film, but yeah. like, because that's all I see when I yeah. watch film is I can't put anything above my emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna write contextual papers about how you feel, how I feel, and how <laughs> this movie yeah. is ex- gonna make people feel, or ex- you know how people should expect to feel based on this movie. Which isn't that what we're studying? Exactly, but mm. no, it turns out we're studying how this shade of green while this song plays forces me to feel that way. And I'm like, honey, no. The artistry is what made me feel that way. Mm. Yeah. The untangible, the intangibles, not the. I wish, yeah, they definitely could have had more room for that, but at least certain professors did. Yeah. That's why I love the new German class. Because he. Love he that guy. Me. Love that guy. He allowed me to write a paper about that downfall Hitler movie that was just about like oh, screed. It's just, <laughs> just about oh, this is a secret, you know, Aryan nation film of how we need to preserve the blonde, blue-eyed, <laughs> blonde blue-eyed race. You're so evil. I'm sorry. The two survivors, blonde blue-eyed woman and child. Right. Who yeah. like in the end of it's just it's just it's just funny to go all the way to like this movie is a secret Nazi. Yeah. Film. It's, secret it's Nazi just a film. very like um, you you've said very very valid more kind and of and it's critiques. like like what I talked about with American war movies where like yes. we're the aggressor so the calls coming from inside the house where the call is coming from inside the house and you can't make a movie about how your people were the victim of a a war you started and massacred the entire pop you did you know committed eugenics if, if you can say it that way mm-hmm. and then it's like well no the nazis were bad but the german people were the well because in that the thing with that movie that is the downfall of that movie hello is that it is such a mood be such a movie with like big when like the the hitler in the bunker movie has to be like an avant-garde miserableist slow cinema film do you know what I mean? With like absolutely no frills and just misery, mm-hmm. that's what that would be like. I really, want, that would hit. Okay, here's what I want before I die. Mm-hmm. I want me you to make, to that, make, make I, and I will. I and guess what? Me. I will. I will. All Alexander Sokorov did promise with Moloch. He promise. made the Hitler in a bunker if film. If you are, you're gonna whatever movie you make will be just sick and twisted. Yeah, yeah we were talking the other day actually about like what would if keith wrote a novel what would it be about Ooh. 
um, I think we decided, or I was sort of satirical thinking it would be about like a neo-nazi it would be one of two things it could i think i mean that, i think that's a genius premise honestly it would either be one of those crazy novels that's just like someone getting evening the score on all their vendettas against like mm. people's ideas social ideas social issues it would have to obviously whatever i make film or novel is going to be a huge symphony of bad behavior mm-hmm. and wrong morality because that is what I am most interested and in. And taking all your, you know, the people you disagree with to task, mm-hmm. a la like that in your. But bringing in what's a, that doing But going too far. That movie? character must go too far to show yeah. what leads from too much um, yeah. finger wagging. But what? Which? Well, yeah, it needs to be about like the most evil, disgusting cis white gay man. Just like he is the devil yeah. of society. Yeah. And it's everyone else's problem. Right. I was saying, like, it would be sort of... um, He shoots up a bathhouse of hot gays. Parallel to (laughs) that American History X movie. Ooh, the (laughs) Strangers by the Lake meets American History X. Baby. I mean, that's giving Kenneth anger, because it's neon enough. I think it would be incredible, too, if you played the role. I think so too. Oh my god! Is it fucked up to say that I fantasized before about me playing a role that's like a horrible, horrible person, and it's my film? But can we talk about how that also either we're gonna end right now, or I'm gonna run to shit my brains out and then come back and wrap it up? How do you feel? You can either way. Just I'm going. I don't know. It's your podcast. I'm just along for the ride. I'm just. It's a Keith does his shit. At the end of the episode. Well, it's really badly timed because, like, I ate my first meal of the day right before coming too here, and that's when that's that's the damn that ticking time bomb just starts clicking, and it's gonna it's running out right now. You don't drink coffee, no. So I'm curious about that. It's just when it's the first thing I eat moves yeah. it moves it right on through, girl. Well, I just want to say, even though this before you go and run off to no unspeakable things to my bathroom. No, absolutely beautiful, clean things. I'm a vegan. I my vegan shits say, are like, so pretty. You know, whether we leave in the really rocky kind of... I think we got to a beautiful place for this episode. Me too. We tried. Oh, shut up. I think when the three of us get together, like, we have very specific ways of looking at things. I think you and I have more overlaps in the way that, like, Keith and Ben might. Mm. Yeah. In terms of our taste and our emotionality and our kind of, like, you know, self-deprecating lens of cinema and you know literature and culture in a way that's just like if you're not giving me if you're not checking these like these boxes of you know grit realness i you know celine scam is a great example of like she just she sings like she takes any like because her move like unlike Andrew Arnold in some ways like Celine Scanlon's movies in scope are so different like Girlhood to Portrait of a Lady on Fire mm-hmm. to Petit Maman to Petit Maman and you know what's funny is I because I remember we were talking about Elif Bachman once yeah, or twice yeah. she wrote this really good profile of the, of her I actually hate that profile <gasps> really I hate profiles that become about the person about writing the it person writing it too much i think there's a balance. i know some i don't know that i but there's someone in my mind yeah. who i think of actually for that reason and Hilton, elise was too much of like who is that what you were thinking? <laughs> wait i ate that anyway elise is too becomes too much of like 
you know, I'm engaging with my queer identity and I really want to fuck this powerful, mm-hmm. like, older woman. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, I thought it was good because I liked learning about the, I, the director. And that's what I wished... Because I think Elie Bachman is a great writer. Wait, I love this. I this love is becoming, like, the writes. New York Intelligentsia Corner. Like, I think Obs- Wait, Obsessed isn't on this shelf. But anyway, I read a lot of her in college. And Whoa, since that then, cloud. I'm, like, very big. It's dark in here, but that profile just like because I loved both of them. I was like, "This is beautiful." These two like two def- queens, very different queens in my mind <laughs> to maximize they- their joint sleigh. And then I was like, <laughs> like when like when Miranda prof- uh, July profiled Rihanna. What? I haven't read. Okay, I'm gonna have to read. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Which was just like why? But thank God. And this one, I was just like, it's making me grind my teeth at both of them but i loved everything all the details about celine skiyama about oh is it skiyama i don't know i don't i don't think i'm saying either of their names correctly and i apologize for that but doesn't matter and it also like it the details especially about petite (laughs) maman and like the personal stuff that went into it singing i was like yeah it was great wonder what she's gonna do next We'll see. Okay, well. Anyway, I think I'm so glad you were here, Peter. I love you for having so me. Much. And this was a very special. I loved, like, I wish it didn't take a podcast to have, like, I, I just, like, but there's no other situation in which we talk about these things, but I want to talk about, to you about these things, like, every we single day. We could talk about them all the time. I know, but I just, I'll, I imagine you'll be like, I don't care. I want you to come back soon so we can... Because I think we should. I want to do one where we watch a movie. I think we'll just get into it. No, I shut don't. up. I no, we just want more because this is so great. Follow up where we watch something and really get into it. Everybody say thank you, Peter. Yay! We'll see you next time. Over and out. Cinema. Cinema.